What's going on, guys? Welcome to another gaming podcast. My name is Matt. I got Adam here, and we're going to run you through some of the recent video game news. A uh, lot's been going on because of the consoles coming out, new games coming out. Uh, we got lots of news to get through today, so we're going to jump right into it. How's it going, Adam? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Yeah. Good, good. Lots of news, you know. Been oh, on yeah. been on lots of Twitter. Notifications on for Jeff Keeley, Jeff Grubb. So Yeah, yeah. He's got all good. the exclusives. Yeah, I know. Uh did you see that oh I guess we we're, we're talking about that anyway, so I'll say it later. Um, but anyways, uh, first topic for today is Sony posted about an 11-minute video for the new PlayStation 5 UI. Did you end up watching that video? I skimmed through the video, but I know you're way more into like the PlayStation line of consoles than I am. So I'm yeah. interested to hear what you think about it. So I'm going to give my opinion on the PlayStation 4 UI, and it's hot garbage. I cannot stand it the pretty much every playstation ui that i've had so the playstation 3 through the playstation 4 i haven't liked any of them uh the playstation 4 is definitely an improvement from what the 3 was um but it's still not good so i was definitely excited to see what they did with it and you know obviously i don't have hands-on impressions with it but just based on the way it looks it looks really clean it kind of reminds me of xboxes a little bit mm -hmm. um, i was thinking which that i think like the I, cards yeah they i think my biggest thing i hate about the playstation ones is they don't they have like the line of things so if you want to access something you have to go like all the way to the end of the line like right or left versus mm -hmm. xbox having that grid formation so you know exactly where it is you can see it uh i just uh, like that a lot more and it looks like they kind of went with that as well uh, so that's that's nice. I was definitely happy with that, and just like the how they have the like the game like front and center. Like they, for example, they had like the Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and mm -hmm. that like took up the entire screen. And also that game just looks amazing. So it it just looks way better than that tacky blue that they had going on with the PlayStation Four. So mm -hmm. that's pretty much like my thoughts on just the way it looks. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if that's sort of like a, if that's the disc you have in the console or if it's like your last game played, that's kind of what appears like right there. Yeah, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Um, I, I would assume it's going to be something like that. Um, but another thing, I mean, one th cool, th super cool thing about it, obviously, they've talked about it with the SSD and everything that you can just start games off from where you left, where, like left off. Mm -hmm. So they like showcase that with going from uh the little big planet game uh sackboy to destruction all stars which kind of looks dumb but it took like half a second and it was awesome yeah and i'm like yeah, so that's, that's really so excited cool. for that because and like, I, I hope while, the xbox is able to do that too mm -hmm. and while on paper that like sounds like a cool idea it's like they already did it i know the xbox one did it but it was just annoying because you kind of had no choice whether it did it or not and it just like slowed <laughs> down the console a lot um but yeah, yeah obviously I, with their load I've times just... and like higher processing power that they'd probably do it good 
Yeah, I I mean, I'm not I definitely don't know the ins and out of it, but just the fact that I'm not going to sit there like what like when GTA 5 was free on Epic Games and I bought that on my computer, which is a hard drive. Um and it took like five minutes to load. It made me not even want to play the game. So I'm excited with like these games getting bigger and bigger that I'm not going to have to sit in front of my monitor or TV for like three minutes waiting for it to load. I, although it's like three minutes to 30 seconds, two and a half minutes doesn't sound like a lot. It's like a huge mm-hmm. quality of life improvement that I'm so looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And seamless. I know they showed a little clip of Miles Morales where he was like jumping from mm-hmm. an inside section through a window out into like the, the bigger map and it was seamless. Yeah. Well, that that's another thing, too. I'm just wondering with that, because I, I know a lot of people complained about that in like God of War uh, Uncharted and the Fallen Order. How like, you know how when they have them like go through the tight spaces or whatever in the mm-hmm. unloads the kind the chunks of behind it. you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of like the same thing they did with that, but it's just way quicker that it doesn't need to be like a like a little shimmy walk for like 30 seconds through a small crack. It's like a one second you fly through this pipe and all of New York or all of Manhattan's loaded, which is sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But did you see any of the new features they added with it, like the activities? For the UI? Yeah. Yeah, like the um, they have the cards where you look at like the trophies, and then it kind of like lays it out like where you need to go, and it'll give you like hints, or you can kind of like, yeah, jump you can right like through the level, mm-hmm, and you can pull up like a little like a tutorial mm-hmm. for it. Like, That's awesome. Yeah, like all... Just recent. Go ahead. Yeah, like like all that stuff is cool, but it still just kind of looked very like cluttered to me. Like there was like. A lot going on and it didn't really seem like because when he was like oh i took a screenshot now i need to find it and he was like scrolling through the cards until he just like happened upon like the one that was the screenshot so we could post it yeah i guess i see what you're saying but just i guess for me personally i i don't know how they're going to utilize it but um like I don't know. I freaking hate puzzles in video games. If I get stuck on a puzzle for like five minutes, my phone is already in my hand, like looking up <laughs> how to figure it out. Cause that's not fun to me. So just like yeah. recently in doom eternal, um, I got stuck on something and I was like, all right, screw this. I'm looking it up. I, and I pulled up like a walk through and it's just like cycling through this walk through or skipping ahead in the video. It's frustrating. So the fact that you can just like, potentially be able to just pull that up on your screen and stick it in a corner is exciting yeah and that I'm, was cool i'm the very much looking so forward could, to that uh, so you could follow along yeah and how they did that with how you can like watch your friends play a game i don't know how that when that would ever be useful to me um, <laughs> i mean that sounds funny yeah it's just like i don't really play with a whole lot of friends on playstation anyways um i more just play like the single player games mm-hmm. um and I don't know why, like in the middle of a god, like God of War, for example, like I'm not gonna be watching you play Fall Guys in the middle of like a God of War cutscene. <laughs> like, that's yeah. just not that's not realistic. Yeah, that that's true. But I mean, if you were using some like other app or something, or like maybe know, COD or something, that might be useful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's cool that the features there, but you're right. There's not a lot of like practicality to it. Yeah, and then what else did they do? They added PlayStation Store directly onto the 
console, I guess. I guess it wasn't before. It was like a separate app, so it was really slow. Mm-hmm. So that's cool, I guess, if you want to download your games on PlayStation Store and not own them physically, which is the route I will be taking. Any thoughts on that? <laughs> no, I mean, I've never been, I've never had a PlayStation console, but I mean, just from like looking at the UI, I've never been a fan of it. And I've never really been a fan of um, no. Xboxes either. It's just all, they try and cram too much on there. And it's just like, see, I like the, um, the Switches UI. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just very basic it's like there's all your games and then on the bottom it's like like the screenshots and the shop and like the settings and i mean i have complaints about the switches ui in terms of things it's lacking but i mean i'd rather it be like just super simple than just like really cluttered and have a lot of stuff i'm not going to use on it that's yeah after playing with the switch a little bit the switch definitely and my uh, i think it's the best because Xbox is great because of the grid, but I hate seeing ads on my home screen. Like when I go to play a video game, I'm mm-hmm. not like, I don't want to be persuaded to purchase something. That's not really, I guess not that big of a deal, but I just prefer to not see it. And I think PlayStation's probably going to be doing that at some point. So the Switch just having like, hey, here's your game. Here's your settings. Here are your friends if they're on. Uh, not that our online feature works anyways, but they're yeah. there. <laughs> but yeah, just join in. It's I like that a lot. It's it's nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I said, I'd rather it be like just super simple than just like cluttered and everything. And I think just the fact that it just having it be bare bones is a lot better. And I know people don't really use their Switch for like entertainment purposes. Like you're not going to oh, I want to watch Netflix on the TV and like get your Switch out. Like mm-hmm. people use with the PlayStation and the Xbox, but yeah, and I know pe- it's like really bare mad. bones. People are mad that they don't have uh, like Netflix or like any other like like Twitch or any other apps like that. But I mean, like the people that are mad about that also have like other ways to like view that content. Yeah, and like at this point, if you don't have a smart TV or Chromecast or an Apple TV, like what are you doing? Like you, you kind of need one of those things if at this point, because everything's shifting away from that, you know, cable TV and everything. Like you need to be able to have stuff to stream, even just or hook even your laptop you have, up. Yeah, or if you have another console, like even like last gen consoles, like a PS3, like an yeah. Xbox 360, like you can view all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people just want to complain about something, uh, kind of like what we're doing now, but. Anyways, uh, let's move on to the Miles Morales. Uh, A lot of information came out because they were featured in Game Informer. Um, Do you you have access to that magazine? (laughs) No, but I know a lot of their stuff they post online. Yeah. Like on the YouTube channel or their site. So you're not really missing out if you don't have a subscription to the Well, I have that subscription. And I had 12 pages of Miles Morales stuff to read through. Um, did I read through it? No, but I plan on it at some <laughs> point. But I think the biggest news is Spider Cat coming Dude, out. Spider Cat's looking that pretty is... cool. But did you see on their Twitter that um, it you can't call it Spider Cat for legal reasons? So that was their exact quote in, from Insomniac. Really? Wait. So yeah, you, it's 
can name the cat yourself. Well, no, no, it's, it's just like they're not gonna you... they're not gonna reference it as spider cat. Oh, for whatever reason, I would assume it's something to do with uh like who owns that property or something. I would mm -hmm. I would imagine that that's a comic book character, and probably I would assume at that if that's the case, Marvel probably owns it. Mm-hmm. And not Sony. So it's Spider-Man the cat. <laughs> That's what they're calling it in the game. Yeah. And did you watch the video of, like, Miles rescuing it that they put on YouTube? Yeah, I did. And I watched how if you do, like, combo attacks, like, there's an animation of him, like, jumping out and attacking. Yeah, the... Uh huh. The finisher is that's pretty cool, but I guess it's like uh, like the the shop owner's cat, and he just calls it Spider Man. That's it. It's just like <laughs> that cat is Spider Man. So, in this universe, there's at least three Spider Men. Heck yeah! So you're you've told me Miles Morales is like your most anticipated game right now. Excluding, oh, I mean, I'd have to be excluding Cyberpunk. That's been my most anticipated game for like two years now. But mm -hmm. yeah, that, like that. I mean, that game's coming out first. I'm I plan on finishing that before even uh, Cyberpunk comes out. Uh, oh yeah, but I, I mean, mean with how good. Probably... Yeah, fifteen hours. That's they're they're saying I could fly through that. Oh, Miles Morales is only fifteen hours. Well, I guess they they said it's gonna be like half of what the original one was. And the original one, mm -hmm. I think, if I remember correctly, was about 30 hours, so. Okay. But then Cyberpunk's gonna be a massive game. Oh, yeah. I'm. Well, they said it's their, their main story's gonna be shorter than The Witcher 3, which, man, I don't even know. What, what was The Witcher 3? That was probably like a 60-hour game. It was, a, it was a long game, but, I mean, that game had a lot of DLC, too, that, like, really lengthened it, so. But, yeah, they said it's gonna be shorter because... Oh yeah, they said that <laughs> the the Witcher three was between twenty five and fifty hours. Oh, that's mm -hmm. if you're like cutting, skipping cutscenes. So, um, yeah, they said Cyberpunk's gonna be shorter, not counting side stories or side missions. Mm -hmm. But anyways, back to Spider Man. Um, do you know anything about Miles in the comics? Uh, yeah, a fair amount. So like. So we know one of the the villains. Uh, I already forgot their name, but the it was that uh, woman with the black and purple helmet. Do you remember her name? Uh, no, I don't remember her name. But do you know who of or what villains you'd you'd expect to see in that game? Um, was the Prowler in the first one? No, so I feel like that one would be like an easy one to guess. Or to assume, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to I'm think trying in Spider-Verse as well, because in Spider-Verse you had Doc Ock. That would be surprising if Doc Ock was in it after the first one. Um, I guess Fisk could be in it. I, I don't think he died in the first one. I don't remember. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he was in it. I think he just went to uh, Rikers. Mm -hmm. What about... Uh, the Green Goblin. Don't they have? Um, I can't remember. Oh the yeah, they did the... set that up. Yeah, they set up. Yeah, like, his company and everything. Oscorp is it? Oscorp, right? Oscorp. Yeah, yeah, Oscorp. 
they could do that because I think his, I think they kind of were alluding to his. See, okay, this is terrible. I I just played this game. I have a terrible memory, but they were either alluding that the kid was the Green Goblin or the kid had cancer and died. It was one of the two, <laughs> and I just don't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. Because isn't um, all right? Correct me if I'm wrong. You know the Tobey Maguire movies better than I do. Willem Dafoe is James Franco's dad, and James Franco is the Green Goblin. Correct? No, uh, Willem Dafoe is the Green Goblin in the first movie. Um, okay. And so Spider-Man kills him, and then in the third movie, James Franco ha- finds out what happened to his father and like who Spider-Man is so then he turns on peter and becomes like a new green goblin that's in the third movie yeah that's in the third movie oh how many villains were in the third movie it was sandman venom and the james franco green goblin yeah okay Uh, yeah i have not seen those movies in a while um they're they're pretty good and now Words out that Tobey Maguire might be coming back too, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, and I, I, I know you and I talked about this earlier in the week, and it, it looked like when you had texted me, I, I had only heard of rumors, but it seems to be shaping up to like actually be the case. Mm-hmm. Like you're not gonna hear it from Sony because they probably want it to be like a big surprise, but I mean, people aren't keeping their mouth shut, so I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised if it really turns out to be true. I also I've also heard rumors that they've casted Miles, which would be sweet because I mean he's really? everyone's like superhero darling at the moment. Yeah. Oh yeah, after Spider Verse, like he's been around for yeah uh, quite a while, but no, the, it nice really like after... the last ten years they've like ab- like absolutely blew his character up. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Um, but back to the potential villains. I hope Taskmaster's in it a little bit more, just because uh, I didn't get my Taskmaster uh, quota in because Black Widow got delayed. So, mm-hmm. got to get it in somehow. Um, Spider Man has a lot of villains. I know. I wonder if Sandman they they would do something like that because I'm sure with like the the ad, like advanced hardware they'd be able to make that look super cool with like the sand like shifting and moving and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't know who 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 am I to know? I don't know shit about hardware, so <laughs> maybe they also might do like the Rhino guy. They had him in the first one. Oh, they did. Yeah, because they, they did Rhino. Oh. Yeah, they did Rhino, Electro, um, Doc Ock, Scorpion. What? Scorpion's one of them, right? Yeah. Um, Michael Keaton's character. What is his name? Vulture. Yep, and I'm missing one. Oh, um, uh, Mister Negative. Wait, was Mysterio not in the first one? No, he wasn't. So that that would be one Ooh. as well. But you gotta wonder what villains they're saving if they were gonna do like a sequel with Peter Parker, like a no, full scale. Yeah, I mean that's their plan to do so. a sequel. 
but they use mm-hmm. like some of their most iconic villains in the first one with mm-hmm. uh, given you know spider-man doesn't kill people anyway so i mean they could come back at any point and anyone can yeah. just their <laughs> their distant relatives can take the throne as well so yeah but i mean you gotta wonder if they're gonna save like mysterio or like green goblin for for like a, a sequel, sequel where they probably. can do more with them um other big news in miles morales you don't have to play as mj anymore which is sweet yeah, no more. No because more sloggy missions. Miles is the only playable character. Yeah, Miles is the only playable character now. So, which is cool. I hope they. Well, I guess in the in the next Spider-Man sequel, they could have Peter Parker, which would be sweet. Miles, which would be mm-hmm. sweet, and then MJ taking pictures, which will be lame, of course. But whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully they listen to feedback or something, or either just don't do it or make it make it better yeah uh, i don't know i don't think they could make it better maybe wait isn't in the comics isn't gwen stacy like an actual superhero or something at some point um there are variations of the comics where she becomes spider-man oh or or spider woman or spider gwen or whatever girl. she has a lot of names spider girl so is she in is she in Into the Spider-Verse? Is that the blonde one? Yeah, that's Gwen. Okay. That'd be cool. I'd be down for that. Honestly, I like it, it honestly it doesn't really matter who's in the suit. It's so much fun to play anyways. Mhm. All right, but moving on from Spider-Man, unless you have anything else to add, uh Steven Smash I want to hear your opinion on that because I'm not much of a Nintendo guy, let alone uh, Smash. But we've been looking forward to this. Mm, I wasn't looking forward to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, I was very surprised when they announced him. I mean, it, it like makes sense that he's in there, but I was just very surprised. I didn't even think it would happen. But dude, he's kind of trash. That's what I've heard. What's he... what's trash about him? Okay, he is incredibly technical. And like uh-huh. I don't I don't even understand it. There's just a lot cuz you got to your attacks use up supplies or like like crafting materials. And to get more, you have to mine. One of his attacks is walking <laughs> around the stage and mining. Are you serious? Yeah. And the it's so in depth that different materials on each stage uh, only come up depending on, like, where you're mining. So if you're on, like, a Donkey Kong stage, dude, you're only going to get, like, wood and shit. (laughs) Are you serious? Is he... Okay, if that's the case, that's not anything like any other character. Are his attacks at least somewhat, like, a little bit stronger? He's he's got some heavy tacks that you can land if you have the right materials. Now, whenever you spawn in the stage, a crafting table appears on the stage as well. And you okay. have to go to your crafting table and from there you can uh like craft new weapons either mm-hmm. if they break or if you get like a diamond randomly from mining, then you can get like the diamond uh line of weapons. And those weapons are pretty strong. Okay. Um 
He's also got his his side special is riding a minecart. And like if you got a lot of like iron and stuff, then like you can keep it going pretty far. And you could even attack again to give it like a boost. And that boost knocks pretty far. Um and then also like randomly his down aerial is where he drops an anvil on people and that movement's <laughs> pretty hard too. <laughs> Wow. So this it's literally like Minecraft. Like it's not at all like Smash. Dude, like no, you have to mine Minecraft. for what you use. Mm-hmm. And if you use your neutral thinking? special, if you use your neutral special in the air, it places a block beneath you. So you can use that for recovering to just like keep jumping and putting a block beneath you like you can in Minecraft. <laughs> so uh, literally all people wanted who at least wanted steve was just steve to, just to do like everything that every other character did i don't think they wanted mm-hmm. to play minecraft <laughs> dude it's crazy he's crazy technical um i'm trying to think of his other moves his grab is a fishing pole his um his recovery is trash probably the worst thing about him it's the wings that you get when you beat the ender dragon okay elytra yeah, it just doesn't work. Like, you just jump in the air, and if you basically don't grab the ledge, you have to, like, be hoping you are facing the right way, because it'll start gliding you off the stage. <laughs> oh, you can't turn around after? No, I don't, th- I don't think so. I haven't been able to. Well, I honestly... What were they even thinking? It's like... Dude, it's, it's interesting. Like, it's a funny character. And, like... My friends and I came to the consensus when he came out. He's either going to be like really good or really bad because of how technical he is. And now it's coming out and people aren't really a fan of how he plays. Okay, so you're so we're not going to see a whole lot of Steve mains. Probably not. I think just because of like how Smash Brothers is, there's probably going to be one person out there that gets really good as him and probably like kills it in some tournaments, but I mean just across the board, like if you're looking at a standard tier list, I I think he's not going to be pro- like mid to low, probably low. There's okay. I feel like there shouldn't be an in between because of how technical he is. What's okay? So like, what's a low character then? Like like for me, when I play Kirby's top tier, Kirby is the like the best. <laughs> like top nothing tier for you. tops. Kirby is top tier, and uh, Mega Man is also top tier. With, like, Yoshi also, like, pushing that. What's, like, a bad one? Mm-hmm. But see, all those characters that you listed are, like, easy for beginners. Like, they're yeah, they're pretty easy to use characters. I'm pulling up a tier list now because it changes all the time. Oh, there's, like, official tier lists for it? They're not, like, or official is it just, like, fan made, Nintendo. Fan-mater. But okay. there's... Um, I was gonna say if you throw that in the dock, I'll I'll pull it up too. Man, how why would they do my man Steve like that? They gotta make him. They should literally have made him invincible. Mm-hmm. This is uh, I don't know how, like official this is, but this was after the last character Min Min was added that this tier list was made. Was that a Fire Emblem character? Uh no, that was uh the arms character. Oh oh yeah, that's right, that's right. 
So okay. a little isn't Kirby banned? Like you can't use Kirby in competitive, right? I don't know. I don't think any characters are outright banned in competitive. I know uh, the big thing is stages, like what stages you can use. Okay, because isn't Kirby the one that can? Is he the one that can wobble? Oh no, that's, that's ice climbers. Oh, okay, gotcha. And that isn't that specific move banned. Yes, wobbling is uh, either banned from tournaments or frowned upon. Okay. Where's Yoshi? Yeah, Yoshi's up there, Mega Man. Yoshi's high tier. Yeah. Okay. Pac Man. Pac Man's trash, dude. I don't know why. I when I was playing with him, mm -mm. no, he sucks. Dude, I didn't know Isabel was low tier. I'm pretty good with Isabel. Oh wow, yeah, she's way at the bottom. Where's who? Who's the little kid with the baseball bat? Oh, he's in upper mid tier. What's his name? Ness. Ness. He's from Earthbound. Oh, was that's that that's that like two um, D RPG where you like run around the the suburbs kind. Of? So I was watching, I think it was Donkey's 2018. I've been watching a lot of Donkey recently. Uh, mm -hmm. 2018 year in review, and he put Earthbound as like one of his favorite. I don't, I don't know if it came out in 2018. I would assume he just played <laughs> it in 2018. No, it came out in like but, 1995 or four. Yeah, because he he also put, um. I forget what he put like Uncharted 4 in that and that for sure didn't come out in 2018. So I just think it was games he like enjoyed that year. But Earthbound mm -hmm. was one of those games, which is like, I mean, it looked fun. It looked a lot different compared to other RPGs. Mm -hmm. And people say that's one of like the greatest games of all time. It was like an old N64 game or something. It was on the Super Nintendo. Or I guess that would. Yeah, I was going to say that'd be after that time. No, it was it was on the mm. Super Nintendo. There was um There was. Mm hmm There was three games in this series and only the second one was released in America, which is the Earthbound. Um So Weird. if you ever see people online saying like release Mother Three, that's what it's the sequel to Earthbound that was only released in Japan. Well and there was a... Uh... So you said there were three of them, and only the only Earthbound was released. Mm -hmm. So in Japan, it's it was known Earthbound as Mother. the first. Okay. So there's Mother, Mother Two, and Mother Three, and Mother Two. And Earthbound is Mother Two. Yeah. Um, but they did probably like five years ago release Mother One in America as Earthbound Zero. They like localized it. Okay, um, but they didn't do Mother Three. Uh, maybe that's something they'll do in the future. That's uh, I, that's weird to me that they don't they wouldn't just do it at this point. Mm-hmm. Because like, there's clearly people who would buy it. Yeah, I mean, also, uh, how much time do how much time and money do they want to to put into an old game? You know. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, there'd be time and effort. And like localizing all the Japanese text in the English. 
Yeah, that's true. Dang. If I guess when you go to Japan, um, see if you can find that game. Pull it out of a a used game. Yeah, but I, I guess you can't read Japanese it. anyways. <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. I guess that wouldn't. I did that, that. It'd just be something cool to have. Mm-hmm. The the first time I went to Japan, I bought a Japanese game called Takeshi's Challenge, which was a Famicom uh-huh. game that's like just really outrageous. Um, and I I, just, I made it a goal. I was like, I want this game. It looks funny. I've seen YouTube videos for it, and I like bought it and I brought it home. I like put it in, and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like I can't read this. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, anyway, I guess we're already on the topic of Japanese games anyways. Did you see, I forget the studio, but the, the name of the studio, but whoever made Nino Kuni? Uh, level 5. Yeah, they aren't producing or distributing games in America anymore. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate for people who enjoy those games. I'm not one yeah. of them, but... <laughs> Uh, like I know, I know Kristen just bought Nino Kuni's and has been really enjoying it. So that sucks for her, but mm-hmm. uh, it is what it is. I think I could be completely wrong, but I I feel like they were only like a publisher. They didn't okay. like m- make a lot of their own games. They just like published games from other studios in america okay i could be completely wow. wrong though yeah I, I i don't know anything about it um i guess we can move on to uh one of the best games that's come out this year and that's hades and i, I know you haven't played it yet i've been begging you to play it it's 25 dollars mm-hmm. on your switch just freaking do it but i'm telling you right now yeah, I've already talked to you about my predictions for the games that are going to get nominated and what I think is going to win Game of the Year, excluding mm-hmm. Cyberpunk, because we, we don't know if that's going to count in into podcast. it. Yeah, but Hades is amazing and should be nominated. It is one of the most fun games I've played in a long time. I've never played a dungeon crawl, dungeon crawler game in my entire life. And it's it's incredibly frustrating getting to the end and dying and having to start over. But just the fact that the dialogue is interesting enough and funny enough and the voice acting and the the animation and the characters are so cool that I want to keep dying and like do it again is mm-hmm. very impressive. Like uh, there's no other game that I like. It, it, it reminds me of, of like Cuphead in the sense that like it's just a game that's really frustrating, but everything else about it is so cool that you don't want to put it down. Mm-hmm. And the fun of it is like getting better at the game and seeing yourself yeah uh get better at the hard difficult parts of the game yeah and i i'm not gonna spoil it in case anyone's listening who who wants to play it and i know you might want to play it at some point so i'll just give like Mm -hmm, it's on my list i'll just give a quick little rundown so you're hades son you're trying to fight out of hell he doesn't want you to leave hell and there's four stages you need to go through um they're like different areas of hell in like the the old myths so like you start out in tartarus you go to asphodel and then so on so forth until you until you're out um but just like going through it the first time and it took me like 
six or seven deaths and i was like really struggling to get through like the first world on tartarus like i was like man how am i ever gonna beat this game and now i can go through that entire place without taking like a hit point and then i can go through the entire second place now without taking a hit point it's just like seeing that forget progression is like satisfying and it's like okay like this isn't a game where like I know I'm gonna if I can just sit down and grind it out, I'm not gonna be able to do. I'm gonna have to watch myself slowly progress. But I'm at the point now that I'm like probably two or three runs from beating it. Cause I can get through everything like relatively easy, except the last mm -hmm. part is the last part is what I struggle with. Yeah. And, but I'm it's just really time consuming, you know, because like you spend like Yeah, you just spend like forty five minutes getting to a boss that you know you're gonna lose to because like you haven't had enough time to do it where like that's kind of like an advantage of a game like cuphead where like you die and you just start it right from the beginning again or like that boss mm -hmm. again but this game you have to yeah. go through all those like it's little minions again that you just like smack around so it's frustrating but it's a lot of fun and i'm really looking forward to going through super giant games uh uh, what is it? Gameography, and yeah. playing some of their other ones because I've really been enjoying this one. And people have said this is like probably their best, but I forget the name of the other one they released. People have said is also amazing. Mhm. Mm and I had never even heard of them as a company before mm -hmm. Hades came out. Yeah, that's that's just crazy. You know, it's like I feel like every year there's always like one indie game that just kind of blows everyone away. And this mm -hmm. is for sure it. Because what so, so you're you're playing through it right now, you said Celeste is what is it again? Celeste. I can't pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like that game got nominated for game of the year. Cuphead mm -hmm. uh 2017 got nominated for game of the year. I don't think there was one last year, but last year kind of sucked for video games for being honest. Yeah. Um when Death Stranding is getting nominated. <laughs> but um yeah there's been a lot there's like undertale like five years ago that blew up oh that's right uh, yep mm -hmm. hollow knight was an indie game but a lot of people myself included will say that's one of like the best games like the mm -hmm. past five years uh spelunky 2 came out this year and is killing it it has like 90s on metacritic and everything but that's a really popular game <laughs> right now yeah, they always knock it out of the park. There's been like, like four of those games, or no, just Spelunky. There's just been two. Spelunkies. One and two, I think. Yeah, but yeah. have they done any spinoffs? I, I, as far as I know, they haven't. But I mean, I've had only just heard of them when Spelunky Two came out. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, you just know what? Recently. I think I'm thinking of like the Steam World games, like Steam World Dig. Don't even know. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, but Hades is awesome. If you haven't played it, play it. It's amazing. Um, I didn't realize that it was in like a... Uh, they had like an alpha version of the game that was released back in 2018. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't... I, didn't I, I don't know. I don't... Yeah, I don't know what they changed from... I mean, I would assume mm -hmm. they changed, like, bug fixes and stuff like that, but I, I just don't know how complete it was when it came out in 2018. But, but the, the I 2020 think it's definitely version, one to look out for. 
Oh yeah. yeah. I, it's definitely one to look out for for game of the year. And even if I mean, obviously, you don't need to base your opinions on if it won game of the year because it's freaking amazing. You should play it. The music is awesome. When you go into a boss fight, it it's a different, definitely a different type of music than what you get in something like Doom Eternal or just Doom mm -hmm. in general. But it's just like like when you're in that zone, headphones in, just sitting there. It's awesome. You're like, wow, I kind of feel like a badass doing this. <laughs> Yeah, and Doom definitely uh, makes you feel that. Oh yeah, Doom. Doom does a great job. I, I, if I had to guess, they took a little bit of inspiration from that. Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of like the music, definitely the the gameplay is way different, but um, it's awesome. And the character models, ooh, Aphrodite's looking. Mm, I'll tell you what. <laughs> but I mean, she's the only one. The other ones just look cool, but she's looking. Mm. But yeah, 80s is for sure on my list, and that's probably uh, what I'm going to play next. Gotcha. What What are you playing uh, Celeste on? The Xbox? Uh, Switch. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, my on my list, I want to play the Ori games, because we're on the topic of, like, you know, smaller scale games. Ori looks fun. I really want to play mm -hmm. that. And those are on the Switch now. They just uh, put the second one on the Switch. Yeah, I know. I'm going to be monopolizing my girlfriend's Switch for a little bit, it looks like. Cause, mm -hmm. Well, actually, I'm going I'm to play Ghost of Tsushima next. But once I'm done with Ghost of Tsushima, I'm pretty much through my PlayStation 4 list of games that I want to play before the 5 comes out. So I'm going to need something to do. I get, I mean, that game's going to take, take me a while to finish, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to... Uh... Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. Okay, and that's the yeah, Breath that... of the Wild sequel, right? Or prequel? It's actually a prequel. Okay. But it's also more of a spinoff it... in terms of gameplay. It's going to play like Hyrule... Hyrule Warriors did, right? Yeah. Is that, fu is that a fun game? Would you recommend that? Yeah, I played it on the Wii U when it first came out, and mm -hmm. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I'm definitely, especially after playing Hades and just on the Switch more in general, kind of leaning towards getting one of those soon. Because, like, I mean, there's so much video game stuff coming out right now. Like, I want to, I, obviously, I've already told you, I got the PlayStation 5 pre-ordered already, but mm -hmm. I wasn't planning on getting an Xbox anytime soon. Uh, I want one at some point. Um, just I was waiting for them to like fill out their game catalog a little bit, but now that they have Bethesda, kind of changes things up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Do you just get the cheap like discless model? I th I think that's I think that's what I'm gonna do. And then Game Pass Game Pass is a hell of a deal. We could get into that some other time, but we'll move oh, on yeah. to our last topic: Mario All Stars. Once again, not a Nintendo guy, so I'm gonna leave it up to you. What are your thoughts? <laughs> um. I mean, it's about as good as the three games in the collection can be, which are all like really good. So, uh, don't don't be saying that about Sunshine. I, dude, I like Sunshine. I do. It's definitely the weakest of the three games, but mm -hmm. I still had a lot of fun going back and one hundred percenting it. You one hundred percented that. I 100%ed all three games in the collection. Holy crap. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, that so very... so I did a little I did <laughs> I did a little research on these three games before today because I knew we were gonna talk about it. My research consisted of watching Donkey's videos on each one <laughs> um, that he made years ago. So it wasn't like the it wasn't the remastered or I guess if you even want to call them remastered, it wasn't the Mario All Stars versions of the game. It was like the original version. Um, and I could just Mar- uh, Super Mario Sunshine would frustrate me. Um, um, watching that, you do that little water level where you're trying to flip all those tiles over and then mm-hmm. taking five minutes to do that and then dying and then having to do that again. That's not for me. I ugh, couldn't imagine doing that. And he pretty much had said the same thing. It's a fun game. It's really inventive and different from the other ones. They like Mario. Uh, he said that the, the Mario uh, like 3D platformers kind of take different aspects of game or like they have different components from each game and they kind of let you play with it for like an hour or so but super mario Mm -hmm. sunshine gives you that water jet pack and is like you're using this the full fucking game Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of cool yeah so that's dude like the those mario games in terms of controls they all control pretty tight but I mean, Sunshine has its issues. But I mean, you can get really good at Mario's movement in that game in a way where you can cheese through a lot of levels. How was the the movement compared to what it was on the GameCube? Like, how just in general, how was each was each game an improvement from its original release? Um. Across the board, no. So, Galaxy was, like, the best. Like, if you played with the Joy-Cons, it controlled the same. It looked the same. Like, it looked cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that was fine. 64, pretty good. I would say they cleaned up textures. So, it didn't look as muddy. Um, and it controlled fine. And then Sunshine, they messed up the controls. I got used <laughs> to it because I had been playing it. Uh-huh. Like, like I, I, I did the whole thing. I got all 120 shines. So by the end of it, I was used to, like, the new controls. Okay. But it doesn't control the same that it did on the GameCube. Okay, and I know, like, just, like, in general, like, the the graphics, I mean, they they were, like, better from, like, the... They're better, but they're uh, not remasters. Yeah, they didn't, like, start from, uh, like, t- start from bottom up and do that, but um, I'm sure it definitely looks better. Uh, for me, I just want to play uh, Mario 64 and Galaxy, in all honesty. Sunshine, I would be fine skipping that. I feel like in order to fledge my Nintendo... Um, you know, game knowledge. There are certain games I need to hit. Um, and 64 and Galaxy are probably two of those games. Would you say I could probably sure. skip Sunshine? Um, yeah, I mean, for that purpose, you definitely could. But, I mean, I have played Sunshine a lot. And, like, it's it's fun. Like, you should give it a shot if you have the collection <laughs> of all three games. But, no, for sure, yeah. 64 and Galaxy. Those the Galaxy looks like fun. I can tell you right now, if if I were to pick up Galaxy on a Wii, I would probably play one and two, 
it as as fast as I could because they look like fawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my opinion there is that two is uh better than the first one. Okay, that that's what I've heard too. That a lot of people were super excited to play these games. They're only <laughs> the only thing they were mad about was that it wasn't Galaxy Two, or they didn't also mm-hmm. include Galaxy Two. Yeah. Part of me wonders like, though if that was like the hardest one to port just due to like the the Wii controls being so unique compared to the Switches. And I know that the Switch has the motion control as well, but mm-hmm. No, I I didn't have any problems playing with the motion controls in Galaxy. Um if I was playing it docked on a TV, it felt the same. Okay. But I mean uh playing it handheld without the motion controls it felt kind of mm-hmm. weird i've seen a lot of people online say they like that you don't need the motion controls and that you can just press y to do like your spin attack but i'm just so used to the old controls that it was kind of hard for me to play that one handheld yeah it it's probably like a, a fun way to to play it is playing it how it's supposed to be and how it was originally made which is to use the motion controls Mm-hmm. for sure which, I mean, they were able to do it with Galaxy 1, so I feel like they should do Galaxy 2 as well, down the line. Yeah, release it for three months, and then if you don't get it in those three months, just screw you, can't get it. I yeah. guess it's longer so than three months, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Alright, it looks like we're coming to the end of our topic, so if you tuned in... This has been another gaming show. Uh, my name's Matt, and I'm with Adam. And we just want to thanks, thank you for listening to our. Uh, what's it called when you like like break a bottle of champagne over a ship? Was it christening? Dude, I don't know. Christening. All right. Yeah, thanks. So. <laughs> that's what. It's, yeah. Well, I guess that's that's not what I'm trying to say. Thanks for listening to our maiden voyage of our podcast and we'll see you <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you on some other time we haven't figured out our schedule we're thinking wednesday but sometime in the future so thanks for listening guys bye